episode is powered by Safety FM. Welcome to Safety Talks, a podcast about all things safety, as defined by you, with your host, Steve Sisson, on Safety FM. Welcome to Safety Talks. My name is Steve Sisson, and I am your host. Today, we are going to be talking about some stuff in the news that I find amusing. One of the funniest things that I saw uh, online today is the Peloton recall. You know, we know that Peloton's been recalling a lot of bikes for random reasons, different kinds of reasons, but this one struck me a little bit funny. The reason why this one's being recalled is while people are riding the bikes, the seats are collapsing and they're falling down and getting hurt. Now, yeah, that's not funny, but in my mind, I like to think of it as a kind of a blooper reel and you know, if you see something on YouTube and you go into, you know, fails or epic fails or whatever you want to call them, you will see people fall all day long in gyms. And it's to me, it's kind of hilarious. Um, this one here I found particularly interesting because, you know, it does involve safety quite a bit because when these seats fall, these people are getting injured. They're getting fractured wrists. They're, you know, falling off their bikes. And I don't know if you've done any kind of Peloton or spin class, but those things are pretty intense. They take a lot of effort. You're getting up and down from the seat and putting your full weight on that seat when you're starting to pump hard. And I just couldn't imagine doing that and watching or feeling my seat collapse under me, especially if you know you are going to sit down and start really pushing hard and that thing just collapses and your, your wrists snap. That would be terrible. Well, they have recalled 2 million exercise bikes due to falls and injury hazards. And, you know, it's a very simple fix. You just call Peloton and they will send you the replacement parts and hopefully it doesn't happen again. Now, yeah, I say it's funny, but it's not. Um, it's just one of those things that in my mind, it's funny. So um, that's one of the stories uh, I found interesting today. And if you do have a Peloton bike, you might want to look at the model number PL01. Um, that is the one that's being recalled right now. Uh, the other thing that I didn't find interesting, actually pretty, uh, pretty horrible, is in Indiana, the Amazon warehouse employee who was killed uh, a couple days ago, um, they're coming out with more information, and I'm sure there'll be more information to come, but it sounds like he was on a one-man scissor lift, or man lift, um, fixing a jam of some sort in a conveyor belt or some other object came across it, hit him in the head or hit him somewhere where it killed him. They called that blunt uh, force trauma. Now, in my mind, in my safety mind, I'm hoping that that individual, you know, unfortunately he did, he did die. It was a fatality. But I would hope that he was not following company policies when that happened because they have some big issues if they were, if he was. Um, you know, when you're when you're working around equipment like conveyors and things like that once you go in to fix the jam you need to go ahead and stop the whole system so nothing's moving well this individual went up in the lift and you know something overhead was still moving and got him and unfortunately killed him and you know right now indiana osha is uh doing their investigation and i know amazon's doing their investigation and they had the plant shut down for a couple days um, i did see a headline just a few minutes ago that said they, they reopened the plant but, you know, things like this shouldn't happen in the workplace. You know, us in the safety field, we know it always does. Not always. It does happen periodically. But we need to put safeguards in place, 
you know, all over. If somebody's getting into an area with moving parts, everything needs to be stopped, you know, just to ensure that employee's safety. And, you know, we talk a little bit about, you know, locking out things and tagging out things. And, you know, it could be electricity. It really could be any kind of, uh, any kind of force, you know, electrical, hydraulic, things like that. We need to make sure that we're locking everything out so our employees get to go home. This, this poor kid, man, he was 20 years old, you know, probably his first job or maybe his first few jobs, you know, goes to work, probably trying to do the right thing and gets himself killed. Now, more information will come from this uh, as the investigation continues and concludes. Um, we will hear some reports from OSHA. We'll probably hear a couple statements for Amazon, um, see if there's any fines or any you know findings uh, that led to this employee's death. But it's a very unfortunate event. So for all you that all of you people that work in the you know manufacturing or warehousing industry especially when you get to the Amazons that are becoming highly automated, you know, make sure that when people get around these kind of machines that, you know, they're, they're very careful, they're following the procedures, the procedures are written, you know, in mind of, or keeping the safety of the employee in mind and making sure that, you know, this kind of thing doesn't happen because, you know, I don't know the individual, but we don't know what kind of life he led, what kind of life he could have led, and we'll never know now. You know, unfortunately, it was a fatality, and that's, uh, that's nothing you want to hear or be involved with. Um, I can tell you from experience, being involved with fatalities is a horrible situation. Um, unfortunately, I have had um, at least three fatalities that I've had to deal with in my career. Um, as you well know, though, I deal in transportation, um, and most of those were vehicular accidents. Um, some of them were our driver's fault, some of them were not. Um, but unfortunately, it happens. The next thing, um, this one's gonna be a little bit on the controversial side, you know. Uh, I have my opinions on what should happen with the gun laws and all of that stuff, but uh, the state of Minnesota just passed, or voted unanimously to uh, start a red flag law. So that means if anybody's you know, identified as being a harm to themselves or others that the authorities can go in and, and take their weapons from them. Um, just give you a quick story, especially when it comes to active shooters and, and things like that. Uh, about, I don't know, five years ago now, uh, I was in Highland Ran Highlands Park, Highlands Ranch, sorry, Colorado, um, when there was a school shooting. I was about 100 yards from the STEM school that... Uh, that was being shot, or where the children were being shot. Um, unfortunately, I believe only one one person did end up dying, uh, but a few were shot, and it was a it was a really interesting scene. I happened to be talking to uh, my boss on the phone, standing up by the window uh, on the first floor of a building, as I watched about 20 cop cars run by. So, try to figure out what's going on, get off the phone, and next thing I know, there are cops with. I'm not sure what kind of rifles, M14s, M16s, whatever the, the, the police in Colorado carry, um, scouring around our building because we were about 100, 200 yards away. And, you know, it, it was pretty surreal because they weren't sure how many shooters there were at the time. I mean, this, this happened minutes before the police arrived. And, you know, they came to our building and said, keep everybody inside. And at the time, I was the safety manager there trying to 
corral all of the corporate employees who wanted to be looky-loos um, away from glass windows on a single on the single or the first floor, um, and uh, it, it was a little more challenging than I thought. You know, we had run active shooter drills, so you know we knew what to do when the active shooter came into our building. Well, one thing that we didn't practice and we learned very quickly is how to um, shelter in place when it's nearby. Now, I know a lot of people will say, hey, we teach you know sheltering in place, but when it really happens, people don't think. People don't think. They wanna see what's going on. And you know, I have nothing but glass um, between us and potential second shooter and it was very weird because uh, I'm trying to corral everybody into the most center part of the building, away from the windows, into a conference room, and people would just meander. They would just walk around and want to see the action. And uh, it was very challenging, especially because I had to tell our CEO to get into the conference room. Um, you would think that an individual of that sort would be able to um, identify that there's a problem and try to help get people to an area where they could potentially be more safe. Um, at that point, we also found out that during business hours, our doors did not lock. Now, granted, they were glass doors and could have easily been shot through, um, but needless to say, they still didn't lock. So we had no ability. Uh, we did get that fixed pretty quick. Uh, and, you know, there's one thing that always baffled me. You know, we had our media person, the person that talks to the media and does our marketing was one and the same person. They decided that during all of this, they would walk out and talk to the news. And it was over the radio um, or over a phone call, I can't remember, one of the two. And um, she was talking to him and telling him what was going on in our building. Um, I found that very odd for a couple of reasons. One, um, she was involved in the active shooter drills and she knew what to do. However, she decided to get out of the building and sit there and watch everything happen as police are going around. And as you know, there are hundreds, hundreds of cops, uh, police officers, whatever you want to call them. And uh, you know, she was just saying how everything was going and how we were doing things. Anyway, back to the red flag laws. You know, the red flag laws, if enforced, might help. I don't know. Um, you know, apparently 19 states have them and they're rarely used. You know, apparently, I don't know, well, that's from the article from the Associated Press. And, uh, you know, like I said, that's not really messing with anybody's Second Amendment rights because if somebody's found to be unstable, uh, yeah, I, I think they should take their guns. Now, if they stabilize, they, I'm sure they'll give them back. But at the same time, if somebody's threatening to hurt themselves, hurt somebody else, um, I don't think they should have guns, no. Now again, I have my own opinions on that. Maybe one day we'll actually talk about it. But uh, being around an active shooter event um, is scary. Um, being Just knowing that my kids have to do active shooter drill multiple times a year is, is not, nothing a parent want to have, wants to have to deal with. You know, it's, it's, like I said, it's scary. And I don't want to ever know anybody that's been involved in the active shooter especially when it comes to children, um, having a children injured or even not injured and just being psychologically scarred from that. Um, so uh, what it comes down to is make sure when you're doing your training that you are training your individuals on sheltering in place, 
active shooter and who and when it's acceptable to talk to media. Um, that's very important. You don't want to have, you know, Joe Schmo out there just out there babbling to the media. That's never a good thing. Um, other than that, that is the safety talks for today. It's a nice short one. It's Friday. Um, it's a little early in the day to make it, uh, you know, safety and beer, but that will be coming. So uh, as usual, if you have any comments, please reach out to me. I'll put my email on this so you can reach out to me and uh, throw out some ideas you want to talk about. You want to debate? You want to talk? You want to just tell some jokes and have a good time? You want to have a beer together? Hell, let's have some fun. This is Steve Sisson with Safety Talks. Have a great weekend, and uh, I'll be talking to you soon.